Hi there, this is the Art HR Podcast, where we share best practices in HR, how we have been doing things different, answering your burning HR questions, and not forgetting some fun entertainment like HR Horror Story. Today's episode is a recorded webinar hosted by Nahulun, who is in the customer success team at Art HR. He's here to speak to the regional head in India and Southeast Asia as the Chartered Bank, Samrat Sarkar, and how to stay resilient during a crisis and to protect the employee's financial health. In this webinar, we'll be talking about how technology is the center of every organization's growth, especially during times of a pandemic. So stay tuned. Without further ado, let's get started. I will first now pass the floor over to Samrat. Samrat, good morning to you. Uh, Samrat will be walking through over with us um, on the main first part of the of the uh, webinar today, which is resilience in crisis and just seeing how employees can adapt more to the changes and how we can help. Samrat, over to you. Thank you. Thank you, Nahulan, and a very good morning to all of you. Uh, thanks, firstly, for having me here. And uh, it is indeed a privilege to be addressing this audience. So thanks for having me. So before I uh, begin with the subject, I think uh, one key learning from uh, this experience of the pandemic and how Standard Chartered Bank responded to it, I think clearly comes out of uh, the application which you just played out in the video, Nahula, uh, on Alt HR. And uh, I think it goes without saying, and uh, it's something which all of us are familiar with, that uh, technology is the future. So whether it's business, whether it's operations, or whether it's about managing people, technology certainly is going to be at the center of how organizations grow and how organizations evolve. Having said that, uh, let me first start with uh, articulating why the pandemic and how the pandemic uh, was a challenge for organizations like Standard Chartered Bank. So as you all know that uh, we are a global corporation, uh, we have a huge footprint in Asia uh, as well as in the other parts of the world. Organizations in their journey would certainly have seen some sort of a crisis or some sort of a massive change in some stage of their evolution. What was unique to this pandemic was the scale and the fact that it impacted all of the globe at one point in time. Keeping that in mind, I would say that this was a challenge which was unprecedented, uh, not only Standard Chartered Bank, but I think for most organizations, if not all, this was something which was of an unprecedented scale and making matters more critical was the fact that this arrived without any notice whatsoever. It was therefore critical for organizations to think on their feet, uh, for the leadership to demonstrate utmost agility in how quickly they are able to intercept and articulate what this would mean for the organization and what it would take to adapt and survive. As far as employees are concerned, and uh, as far as uh, people uh, in our organization are concerned, it is now common for all organizations to have gauged uh, some of the emotions which kind of prevailed in the workplace all through, which is emotions like stress, emotions like anxiety, 
loss of concentration, etc. So the challenge for us in Standard Chartered Bank was to ensure that in the context of this crisis, we ensure that our client services remain without any disruption whatsoever. And at the same time, ensure that we are doing enough to sustain the well-being of our employees and support our employees in every possible way that we could. So this was the challenge that the pandemic threw at us at Standard Chartered Bank. Now, as I speak about how we responded as an organization, in the interest of time, I will limit myself to a couple of uh, key initiatives or a couple of key aspects which, which was at the center of how we responded as an organization. So across markets, like for example, in the ASEAN and uh, uh, South Asia region, we have about 12 markets and uh, a couple of representative offices. In this region itself, we have close to about 29,000 employees, and we have a large footprint in this region, uh, as you can gauge. I will, I will not talk about initiatives which were specific to markets, uh, because different markets did various things which was required to adapt to the change that was necessary in those markets. I will, I will talk about a few thematic interventions that the organization undertook. And let me start with what is at the center of everything, and that is leadership. I think it was the leadership in the bank which was quick in terms of anticipating how this crisis would impact the bank, uh, the challenges it would throw at us, which is what I just spoke about, which is ensuring that we retain our client focus, uh, ensuring that we prevent any disruption in service, and at the same time, focus on our employees' well-being. It also necessitated that uh, we comply with various regulations and rules that various governments came out with in response to the crisis. Uh, lockdowns have been common, and I think uh, every market in the region has undergone some phase or the other of a lockdown. There were conditions which were put forth, for example, in various offices, uh, branches of the bank, etc. cetera, uh, we were under limitations that we could work with only about 10% or let's say maximum about 30% of our staff. At the same time, uh, being an essential service, it was also necessary that we ensure that the banking services are not disrupted. That was also a condition that as an essential services, we were expected to meet. So this was the challenge that the leadership was dealing with. And I think what I have seen in the bank is a tremendous amount of clarity of thinking in terms of what we need to do and how we need to do that, which is what I will be talking about in the next couple of minutes. And at the same time, the ability to demonstrate agility and adapt to these changes in a very quick and in a very efficient manner. So I think at the, at the center of everything that we have done, I would place the leadership ability to think through the challenge and take steps at a very quick pace, which led to all the other actions that I will be speaking about. The second most critical thing in a situation like this was how do we ensure 
that when our staff are unable to come to our offices and branches, how do we ensure that our services and are up and running without any disruption? And no points for guessing, the answer lay in technology. So like Nahulan, you played the video on Alt-HR about uh, how we can support our employees in the changing times uh, in a very agile and uh, in a very uh, uh, efficient manner using technology. Uh, it was the same what the Standard Chartered Bank also leveraged technology to ensure that we have the necessary platforms and agile platforms which can bring our employees, our teams, and our clients together, also integrate them with our banking services and our technology platforms which are used to drive operations in the bank. So while we had very, very skeletal staff which was visiting our branches and offices to attend to clients and uh, client needs, it was essentially a massive backbone of technology which was running things in the background. We have traditionally been used to managing teams and people where the people leader works with the teams in their offices. Uh, we get to see each other, meet each other. But the pandemic completely took that away. So we had about 70, 80, or even 90% of our workforce which was working remotely from home. Uh, we also have teams, for example, like my own team, which is located in different geographies, in different markets. In the office, you usually are frequently engaged in various calls, video conferences, et cetera, on the platforms that we were earlier using in the bank. But now, people were working from home. Uh, most of us uh, were exploring flexible working. And this was where technology brought all of us together. So there were heavy investments that the bank made in terms of technology, ensuring that our employees had adequate infrastructure and tools so that they can efficiently work from home without any disruption. So we now have teams working from different locations, from different markets, but at the same time, there is no disruption in terms of engagement because people can still interact with each other, speak to each other as and when required, and they can process transactions sitting from the comfort of their home. The bank supported employees in terms of ensuring that we had all the technology, all the platforms that we required uh, to enable us perform our duties from home without any disruption whatsoever. Moving on from technology, the bank did recognize, or I would say the management did recognize, the leadership did recognize that it was important at this point in time to focus on the well-being of our employees. In fact, it was all the more paramount now because things were not the same as earlier. We now refer to it as the new normal. But when I go back to the months of, let's say, uh, March or April this year, that was the time when all of us were in some form or the other struggling to adapt to this change. While today it seems very easy that we are working from home, I can tell you from my personal experience that when this all started, it was not very uh, easy, I would say, uh, to adapt to this new way of working, which is working from home day after day, week after week, and month after month. You do undergo anxiety. You do undergo stress. There are times when one feels that I'm losing concentration. And it was therefore all the more important 
that as an organization as a leadership we were engaged we were connected with our employees and that's what i think our people leaders have done very well which is to ensure that they were throughout connected with their teams and they knew exactly what individuals were going through and where we had any employee who was going through any form of stress or any form of anxiety we ensured that we intervened at the right time and provided the employee with whatever support we could when i talk about support it could mean various things it could even mean something as simple as encouraging employees to plan their leave and take some time out from work while we had all of the organization working from home and from different geographies different time zones it also meant that work was never coming to an end so you might start early in the morning but your mails would continue to flow in the evening late in the evening at night etc so where we felt that our employees members of our team were sensing some sort of a burnout people leaders in the organization encouraged our employees to take time out from work and spend time with family or spend some time in leisure just reviving and rejuvenating themselves that was about employee well-being the organization also has an employee assistance program uh, which came very handy and uh, which i think our employees have leveraged very well uh, this is essentially a service that standard chartered bank extends to its employees where our employees can log into a helpline number or go into the website of our employee assistance program and seek professional advice and counsel from qualified professional counselors at no cost and at any time of the day or the night that they would wish to we enable our employees to take counsel from professionals whether it is about emotional issues whether it is about mental well-being mental health employees can also take advice from professionals with respect to financial matters legal matters anything that they need advice on so where our people leaders were not in a position to professionally guide someone with any form of a stress that an employee was dealing with we were able to leverage this employee assistance program which is provided to standard chartered bank by a third party that we partner with like i said this service is provided to our employees are uh, 24 by 7 so it does not matter which time zone you are in you can dial in any time that you wish to seek professional advice moving on from that we also felt that uh, at this point in time how do we ensure that our employees are engaged how do we ensure that our employees are motivated to stay focused and to continue to perform the way they were doing earlier and uh, two specific examples that uh, i can cite here are one where we encourage our people leaders and our employees to spend more time in conversations where feedback was exchanged so we follow a principle of 360 degree feedback and we encourage employees and people leaders to seek and to provide feedback these conversations also capture the aspirations of our employees how they want to grow in their career what are the kind of roles that they would like to do in the near future and at the same time also consider feedback with respect to what the development needs of the employees could be 
to meet those aspirations. Now, this was very seamlessly integrated with the learning platform or the learning journey of an employee in the organization. We introduced something called uh, Discover at Standard Chartered Bank. And this was essentially a platform which integrates learning modules from various different online sources and it leverages artificial intelligence to recommend programs to you based on what your learning style is and based on what your learning needs are. We saw tremendous success in this program with a large number of employees who signed up for these programs and who actually took programs which will aid their career development and their career growth. Or it will simply aid their understanding of subjects which are of interest to them. All of this sitting in the comfort of their homes, just leveraging the Standard Chartered Bank platforms. The other uh, aspect that I would like to speak about with respect to employee engagement is what we call the talent marketplace. In, in simple terms, this is basically an internal and a virtual gig economy. So let's say I am a human resource practitioner, but I have an interest in some project that is being run in, let's say, the retail bank of the organization. But I'm not a retail banker. I am an HR professional. If I think that the project is of interest to me, and if I think that I have ideas and suggestions, I can virtually join the project team and work with the team, give ideas, make suggestions, make recommendations, and contribute to that project, which again, in turn, aids my development, my growth, and my understanding of business, or simply exploring an area that is of interest to me. So that was what we refer to as the talent marketplace. Last but not the least, I'll take a minute to talk about the assistance that we provided to employees who were in a state of crisis. So we've had employees who have seen either themselves or members of their families or their loved ones being infected by the corona virus. The organization went out of its way to ensure that we provided all the support and emergency response to employees in, in terms of ensuring that they get the right hospitalization and the medical care that they require. While it sounds like a very administrative thing, but at the same time, I can tell you that uh, particularly, for example, in markets like India, where the numbers have been surging since the month of March or April, it's not been easy for any individuals to actually get a bed in a hospital. It's quite a struggle. And that's where, as an organization, we set up emergency response teams, which was continuously tracking employees who were showing symptoms of infection. Uh, we were enabling them to get admissions in the right hospitals in the city. And at the same time, we were following procedures and protocols which we had laid down for contract tracing, for contract tracing, I'm sorry, and ensuring that the workplace is absolutely safe, secure, and in a hygienic state for other employees to work in. So these uh, were some of the initiatives that we took uh, during this uh, period of dealing with uh, the pandemic. And uh, before I conclude, I will just summarize what I think is the future of the workplace. 
So from all of these examples and uh, from my involvement in a couple of these initiatives, what I see is that, uh, like we refer to the term very frequently these days called the new normal, my assessment is that this no new normal is what is going to be the normal hereafter. It may not be the case that we will go back to the same old ways of working that used to be uh, before we went into various lockdowns and before the pandemic struck us. Organizations of the future and the workplace of the future will have a strong foundation in technology. It may not be that teams are working physically together. Uh, we will leverage a lot on remote workplaces. We will leverage remote teams. Technology will continue to be at the center and will ensure that our teams are enabled, are empowered to deliver performance from wherever they are. It will also be critical for uh, people leaders and for the leadership to ensure that we build capabilities in ourselves to balance our client needs, our business focus, and also continue to focus on employee well-being. And with that, we conclude part one on how to stay resilient during a crisis and to protect the employees' financial health. In the second part of this recorded webinar, we'll be covering how it is important to take care of employees' well-being during this time. So if you're interested, keep a lookout for that episode soon. <laughs>